Yud Gimel Marcheshvan Tafshin Pei. Coming to you live from the headquarters of Ariel Tours in New York, I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. ובשובים מהרחובות אבי הניף שלטים איסור פוליטיקאים ושחטים תמיד מתחלפים רק חברים אמיתיים לנצח לא התחלפו הייתי כבר אוהב לשיר אוהב לשיר שרתי עם כל החברים שלי על גג מוזר מול הנהר. השאלה הייתה מי יהיה פה כדי לאסוף את השברים. מי יתחתן עם מי ומי יהיה זמר. כל העולם מלא בצער, באלוהים הכל מראש נקבע. אני חושב שכבר הבנתי את זה קצת. ליד מרכז הספורט אמרה לי בוא נלך, בוא אני קצת רבע. רציתי רק לשיר איתה, לשיר איתה. אני זוכר את הימים, את הלילות, גשמים גדולים. חוזר מהצבא, ישן שעות, טס אליה עד חולון. תיקח קפה איתי, אני כשקמתי קפוא מתגרם. אין כמו הערבה, אז בוא לא ניפרד היום.
Shlomo Artsy. Ratzinu Rak Lashir. All we want to do is sing. That's all we wanted to do, says Shlomo Artsy. We just want to sing. He opens things up here on this week's edition of the Israel Show, live, live edition of the Israel Show. We are live each and every Monday, immediately following Jamie in the AM, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. is all time around the world, wherever you are, whatever time it is, that's the time we are on. Make a note or listen on demand via NachumSiegel.com, via the great NachumSiegel Network app available on the uh, iTunes Store, the Google Play Store, or you can sign up for the podcast, which is uh, just, it'll deliver it straight into your device, just like that, automatically, every week. What can be better? What can be easier? What can be more amazing? Well, a lot of things could be more amazing, but that you know what I mean. We've got a great show. We're going to talk about um, the goings-ons in Israel, but specifically how it affects the public discourse, the... In, in a way, the Ben Adam of Am Yisrael, the unity of Am Yisrael in the state of Israel, how it's being affected by everything that's going on and the divisions that are, um, the fissures that are being created in the society. Um, but as part of that, we will talk about the memorial for Yitzhak Rabin. The murder was, uh, the official date is Yudbet Cheshvan. That was yesterday. Um, we'll talk about different opinions that were recently made public, specifically by Dr. Mordechai Kedar, who we've interviewed on this show, and the way he was treated as a result of his public statements, which I don't agree with, by the way, it doesn't matter. And we'll we'll bring you a, a clip of Menachem Begin and, and show you how it could be different how we all can be more tolerant of each other. We, um, we have a story that we wanted to tell last week about uh, Rabbi Eliezer Fuhrer and his amazing organization and life's work, Israel Marpe, and how they too have suffered from the, um, the polarization in uh, Israeli life right now. Uh, all that is coming up. We'll try and throw in some good news. This is brand new music. Bikir B. El Torahi. Um I believe it starts off if you're wondering, I believe it starts off with um the ultrasound heartbeat of an infant, if I'm not mistaken. It's brand new, came out last week. Ami Nagar, I guess is how you would pronounce it. The name of the song is Big Kirby. We're debuting it here on Jamie the AM. My name on oh, Jamie the AM. I can't believe I just said that. We're debuting it here on the Israel Show. My name is Mayor Wanger. Now you are tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network. Te o 
A lot of new stuff comes out every uh, every day, every week in Israel. We try to um, pick out the ones that we think you'll enjoy most, and this was one of them. Came out last week. Big Kirby Aminagar. Um, I liked it. Hope you did as well. Uh, as we mentioned, yesterday was the 24th yard site of um, Prime Minister Yitzhak Rabin. And um, every year there uh, are several memorials that take place. First, there's um, usually a public gathering at Rabin Square where the left, the Israeli left, congregate, get together, memorialize Yitzhak Rabin, and usually have harsh words for Israeli right-wing. That usually takes place around the secular date, which was November the 5th or the 4th, I don't remember. 
Then <laughs> there is the official National Memorial Day, which is on the Hebrew date. And um, that is supposed to be somewhat um, what, what they call in Israel Mamlachti. Meaning it's supposed to have the feel of a national, not a partisan commemoration. And year after year, for the last 10 years, Netanyahu was prime minister, and so he comes, it's only right that he comes to the um, to the annual commemoration, and year after year, some representative of the Rabin family who uh, gets the opportunity to speak, of course, that makes sense that one would, they attack him. They attack him personally. Some of them actually think he's responsible for the murder of their grandfather or father. And some use the opportunity to attack him politically, even if not... even if not um, about the murder specifically itself. And it happened again this year, and we're going to play a clip for you of uh, Yonatan Ben-Artzi, Rabin's... Um, uh, Yitzhak Rabin's grandson who spoke and by the way um, people ask me why why do you say Rabin shouldn't it be Robin how did he pronounce so it turns out and uh, it's interesting somebody mentioned this uh, they looked into it on Israeli radio that during his lifetime he asked that it be pronounced Rabin Yitzhak Rabin after his uh, murder, his sister wanted them to go to Rabin, Yitzhak Rabin. And so um, it seems like Israel, the Israeli Broadcast Authority, at least, or Khan, the Ta'agid, um, goes uh, according to his sister's request rather than his. But uh, that's just a little side point, but it's very interesting. Anyway, um, after the murder while there was tremendous rift in the uh, Israeli populace, in the public, where anyone wearing a kippah, or kippah sugah especially, was berated, and that includes myself, I've spoken about it, I've written about it, I've spoken about it previously on this show, won't get into it now, and accused of the murder... Naomi Shemer wrote a beautiful song of uh, a memorial tribute to Yitzhak Rabin. It's called Hoi Rav Chovel, or Ho Rav Chovel. It is a translation of Walt Whitman's beautiful poem, oh, Captain, My Captain, which he wrote after Lincoln was assassinated, President Lincoln. President Lincoln was assassinated shortly after his re-election, shortly after the victory in the Civil War. And uh, the song goes on to tell about how the boat with the captain arriving to the shore and just cheering crowds and throngs and the bells are ringing and the flags are flying and then as the boat gets closer, you see that the captain is dead blood pouring out of his body as he's um, lying on the floor of the ship.
And in one of the um, stanzas, she writes, and again, she's translating, but she has poetic license to do what she wishes. She writes, Ho Rav Chovel, O Captain, Avi Shali, my father, Zro'i my arm will um, will support your head as you know you're lying there um, bleeding bleeding out. Naomi Shemer was a very right wing political person. Not publicly, she did she did express her opinion several times in public, but she saw that um, that was creating a situation where the people on the left who controlled a lot of the media at the time were were banning her songs from being sung in public i mean they're banning her song being played on the radio especially so she uh so she kept quiet and she admitted it she thought it would be more important for her for her songs and her message through her songs to get through she was terribly strongly against the Oslo process headed up by Yitzhak Rabin on the grounds of which he was murdered on the backdrop of which I should say he was murdered and yet as she writes the memorial for him she understands that he was the leader he was the prime minister she calls him Avi Horav Hovelo, Captain My Father this is uh, Metal Trebelsi, the um, this is really the original and the most popular version of O Captain, My Captain, in memory of Yitzhak Rabin. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Thank you. 
Trebelsi. Oh, Captain, my Captain, Horaf Chovel. The words were translated by Naomi Shemer. I, I did not mention, and I should have, that uh, the song was composed by Naomi Shemer as well. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Mayor Weingarten. So as we said yesterday at... Um, the official government memorial for Yitzhak Rabin, Yonatan ben Arzi, the um, former prime minister, the murdered prime minister's grandson, got up and uh, went on for quite a while attacking Prime Minister Netanyahu. And um, 
whatever you want to think about the Prime Minister, you can have differences. I think a lot of people agree, even those on the left. That's not the place for it, especially as it, as, as it happens year after year. The various different family members who have the privilege to speak and are granted the privilege to speak because they are Rabin's grandchildren, instead of speaking or in addition to speaking about their grandfather and so forth, decide to use the opportunity as a, and the stage to make their political statement. Here's a brief clip of some of what Yonatan, Artsy, uh, Yonatan Ben Artsy said. שנות שלטון רבות גרמו לכם לשכוח מה זה להיות בן אדם. תהיו בני אדם. אני קורא לך ולכולכם מכאן לעשות את מה שאתם יודעים שהוא הדבר הנכון עבור מדינת ישראל בעת הזו. קחו אחריות על מעשיכם. So what his theory that he's expounding is that because Netanyahu and the right have been in power for so long Netanyahu has been in power for 10 years, uh, longest reigning prime minister in the history of Israel. Uh, the right has been in power m- mostly for the past 30 years, little little windows, uh, uh, breaks in the middle, but basically since the 1977 uh, turn that brought Menachem Begin to be prime minister. So he says, you, you're, you're, you've been in power so long that you forgot to be ha- what it's like to be a mensch. So be a mensch and and stand up and take responsibility and and resign. That's basically what he and he went on as uh later in the clip, which we don't have time for now, but he basically went on to say the whole country's falling apart, all this all this um controversy. So Prime Minister, you should you should uh, take responsibility, um look at what you've done. And resign and take care of your of, of of your situation and if at the end you're found innocent, so you can come back. Like Yitzhak Rabin who was um who resigned when it was discovered that he had an illegal bank account in uh, in the United States. Not exactly the same, but okay. But that's not the place for it. You uh, Yonatan Benarzi can get up and say it whenever or wherever he wants, not at a national memorial, yearly annual memorial for the the murdered grandfather, his murdered grandfather, the Prime Minister Yitzhak Rabin. Uh, later on in the Knesset at a, uh, a session, which I think also was devoted to a memorial, Prime Minister Netanyahu got up and basically... Um, decried this situation where he's being attacked every year at the ceremony and I give him credit for continuing to go to a ceremony where every year he's attacked and by the way the um, Khan the uh, Channel 11 News they literally focused on Netanyahu's face and him sort of like just trying to keep his composure as he's being attacked, which was another thing that was a little off-putting, to me at least. Um, 
here is uh, Netanyahu in the Knesset, and what you'll hear is that the second he opens his mouth and says, you know, why is this, why is this okay for them to come after me at a government and an official national um, event? So the screaming starts as uh, as usually does in the Knesset. <laughs> what he says is that there was uh, a threat the police arrested some somebody who was threatening to kill the prime minister and he says how come nobody says anything they always come uh, attacking me for incite, incitement at the time of the Prime Minister uh, Rabin's uh, murder. But um, when I'm being threatened and police arrest somebody who was literally coming to kill me, <clears throat> so nobody says anything. Uh, as a contrast to this, I'd like to bring to you less than one minute. I edited out from a speech that Menachem gave in... Menachem, a speech that Menachem Begin gave in the Knesset when he was still in the opposition. He was not prime minister yet. He disagreed vehemently with Prime Minister Rabin. This is in 1976. So, before the whole Oslo thing. But in general, he had tremendous disagreements with the left, both about um, the how the economy is being handled and how... In general, the whole Yehudan Shamron situation is being handled. And um, and yet, this comes after the Entebbe raid, where Rabin, as prime minister, had to approve this daring raid. And while he says it's there's a whole group of people, there's a tzevet, there's a whole staff of people, so to speak, that are all involved in this decision... At the end of the day, the Prime Minister has just a drop more of responsibility, and that drop more of responsibility is very heavy on his back. And therefore, says Menachem Begin, I say to him, Kol HaKavod. That's how you differ from your enemies. That's how you do it. You give them praise when they deserve praise, and you criticize them when they deserve criticism. And we see the public discourse in Israel, but also very much so in the United States as well, where people are scared to say what's on their mind, because if you say something that's not PC, you get fired or you get lambasted by people. And it's a very sorry situation that we are in. I don't know if there is a way out. I hope there is. But as people who care about 
God's will about the Torah, we have to take this very seriously because it says a lot about how we understand God's will in dealing with each other. When things are wrong, you can say it, but you don't have to vilify people. You don't have to create a an environment in which if you express your opinion or your convictions, you are branded in such a way that you are no longer allowed in the public space. Here's Prime Minister Menachem Begin.
not new, but I came across it yesterday for the first time and found it amazingly beautiful, very moving. The famous Anavachoach, composed by Avadia Hamama. This is sung by Dikla Chachmon Orbach. And um, happy to share it with you here. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. We're talking about the question of the public discourse, civil discourse, or uncivil discourse in uh, in Israel, and it affects the United States as well. Some more examples, there's a video of um, Benny Gantz, the leader of the non-BB party in Israel. <laughs> um, you know, they have the never-Trumpers in America. So in Israel, they have the, the no more Bibiites. Um, and he was at the wedding of the son of one of the Knesset members of Shas. And the, or, the crowd there, mainly Shas members, who are against him, yelled and screamed at him, booed him, but more important, more sadly, I should say, um, called him names of Boged and all kinds of other um, names, inappropriate, ridiculous. And what does that do for uh, for anybody other than make us look bad in the eyes of each other, in the eyes of our fellow Jews, surely in the eyes of the outside world? What comes of that, of shaming someone in public? A few weeks ago, Dr. Mordechai Kedar, who we interviewed on this program, 
said pub, made a public statement which I personally believe is stupid. He said it could be that Yigal Amir was not the killer of Yitzhak Rabin. Now, there are a lot of conspiracy theories, just like there are these crazy conspiracy theories about President Kennedy's murder and so forth. There are people who thrive on conspiracy theories, and they always latch on to one or two little issues and say, oh, how do you explain this, and how do you explain this? Well, Dr. Mordechai Kedar, who's a very smart person, and appears very often on Israeli media, kippah-wearing lecturer of Middle East Affairs at Bar-Ilan University, made this statement, and, of course, being shown over and over again on the media, brandishing him as a nut, and so forth. But, of course, you can't brandish him as a nut if he was a commentator on your show, and on your show, and on his show, for the last 10-15 years, commentator on Arab, Arab affairs. His university, Bar-Ilan University, decided to uh, call him to task, to, to have him stand before a committee of his peers in the university and they should decide what should be done this this is the freedom of thought that the universities keep talking about? Is this the freedom of expression, the academic freedom that every professor has to say what he wants? The professors at Bar-Ilan and in other universities in Israel say such vile things about, about Israeli soldiers, lies, horrible lies that besmirch Israel throughout the world, and yet whenever they're questioned about it oh we have academic freedom and he's free to think and say what he wants and we don't shut people up until they say something that you don't like another example this is a big one Rabbi Melech Fir is the head of an organization in Israel called Ezrael Amarpeh I can tell you that his name is very well known in Israel amongst all circles. He himself is a Belzer Hasid. Looks like a Belz looks like a Hasid, dresses like a Hasid. Hucharidi in Israel, they would say. The man has saved tens of thousands of lives. He devotes his entire life to helping people who who are sick and who need hospitalization, surgery, etc., find the right place to go to find the right surgeon. He is respected throughout Israel, throughout the um, hospitals and the doctors, the doctors and so forth. He's a winner of an Israel Prize. And for years, his organization has had an uh, annual concert, which was a fundraiser. The concert was open to everybody. And in fact, most of the people in the crowd are not Haredi. They're, they're what they call secular. And uh, that's one of the ways he funds his life-saving work. And everything is fine. Until this um, show on Arutz Demisrei, it's like an entertainment tonight show, a gossip show. 
decides to make a big deal of the fact that Rabbi Fehrer requested that at the concert there not be kol isha, not be live, uh, a live performance of women singing, unlike a broadcast of women singing. So, um, this is this has been the situation with the concerts that they've done, performances that they've done over the years. But now it became public, and the feminist movement in Israel started yelling "Hadarat Nashim." This is another example of the exclusion of women from performing, and uh, nobody should perform, and we should we should do everything possible to make sure that the women are going to perform at the concert. Well. Women aren't going to sing at the concert. They'll perform. In fact, the Philharmonic Orchestra of Israel uh, is uh, on the stage. Many women playing in the Philharmonic. One of the MCs of the evening is a woman. No, we don't care. A woman has to sing. Yeah, but the guy who heads the whole thing up, the guy who tens of thousands of people owe their lives to, he has a religious issue with women singing. So in this case, why don't you say, in honor of this person, as much as it hurts you, it does, I understand, you are be tolerant of somebody else's request. In an exception to the rule. Because of the extraordinary work that he does for everybody. When you come to a Fuhrer, he doesn't ask if you're a woman or a man. Whatever you are, everyone is welcome. Secular, religious, everybody. But a concert that his organization is promote is uh, is organizing, he asks that that be done that way. Well, the public furor was crazy. The head of all the women's organizations called on all the performers who agreed already to perform to cancel, and many did. They said, "We're not going to perform unless a woman performs." The president of Israel, supposed to speak at the uh, at the event, said, well, we weren't aware of this condition when we agreed, and we'll have to look into it. What do you have to look into, really, President Rivlin? Just to be PC? There's no exclusion of women. There's exclusion of women from singing, but women are on the stage. They're performing. They're playing. They're emceeing. Well, the concert was canceled because Rabbi Fuhrer said, my organization is about unity, not about adversity. We don't want, not about, um, I shouldn't say adversity, that's not the opposite of unity, division, divisiveness. We don't want to create divisiveness, therefore we are canceling the concert. Hopefully a lot of people gave money anyway, all the social media places and so forth all uh, wrote about the cancellation of the concert and so many of them had a link where you could donate. But is this where we've kind of... this? The left that preaches tolerance, 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 accepting those that think otherwise that those that have other opinions suddenly they can't be tolerant for one performance
delegitimizing of the other side. And again, we have the same thing in, in the United States, and it is very, very sad situation that we have reached. Okay, here is uh, also not a new one, but uh, it's a song called Lu Haiti Pirat. The words were written by um, by Aaron London, and the, the composition is by uh, Yair Rosenblum. It's a very old song, but it was re-recorded in 2010 by a group of uh, Hanan Yovel and his daughter, and Uri Harpaz and his daughter. It's called The Rote. That's the name of the group. And uh, it's a story of a Jewish pirate. Or if I was a Jewish pirate. <laughs> very cute. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. <laughs> Hello, 
Dorot sing uh, Lu Haiti Pirat, an oldie but goodie. My name is Mayor Weingart, and you're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Uh, I wanted to do this last week. I forgot. Unfortunately, that's what happens. Uh, even though I had it written down, <laughs> somehow I overlooked it. The 9th of Mar Cheshvan, last Wednesday night, Thursday, was the yard site of uh, a dear, dear friend, Sandy Eisenstadt. They don't make them like this. I always used to say he's like a malach, like an angel, a man who is always devoted to helping others, to not asking for anything in return, to shunning publicity. Whenever I would go on to compliment him a little bit too much for his taste, which was very little, he would make me stop. He was such a good friend to me as he was to so many others, and I miss him terribly. And we send greetings to his wife Susie and his kids. And um, we're thankful that we had him for the years that we did. Sandy Eisenstadt, 9th of Marcheshvan was his yard site. I wanted to mention that. We're going to finish off with uh, a new rendition of Lech Lecha by Hadar Levin Ardi, I guess is how it's pronounced before that. We say thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Thanks for all your Facebook likes and comments. Thanks to the staff of the Nachum Siegel Network. And my very special thanks, as always, to Nachum Siegel. Coming up on the Nachum Siegel Network, Yoni Pollock with After Further Review covering the latest in the world of sports. And then Novik Now with Jake Novik. How smearing political opponents as extremists. <laughs> the topic we just discussed. In the USA and Israel only leads to more extremism. So uh, stay tuned for that great show. Jake Novak with Novak Now. And after that, the Great Monday Music Marathon. Until next Monday, immediately following Jamie and the AM, my name is Mayor Weingarten, reminding you that nice guys do not finish last. They're just running in a different race. Let's go. 
שסטיקרים שותים ופלפולי מוחים, ורעש הדיון הציבורי העכשווי על אביבים, שופכים את העיקר הימה מן הטפל, ומשאירים אותך לבד לשחוק בריקפל, בלי תאורה לראות רחוק יותר מעבר לגדר. לבבך 